0: This is the summer to expand your horizons. You've had enough staying home. You've had enough confinement. It's time to explore. But before you set foot out the door, set foot in the ultimate travel shoes from Allbirds. Like the breathable, silky-smooth tree runner, the responsive foam and extra grip of the tree dasher, or the classic low-top look of the tree piper, Allbirds has a shoe ready for whatever adventures you have planned. Whether you're traveling to the ends of the earth or settling in for a staycation, You need a shoe that's versatile enough to go with any outfit, durable enough to wear over any terrain, and lightweight enough to make packing a breeze. Being made from insanely comfortable breezy eucalyptus fiber is a plus, too. When you wear Albert's Travel Shoes, you're in vacation mode before you even leave the house. They're the only shoes your suitcase needs. Boarding pass? Check. Passport? Check. The perfect travel shoe? Check. Find your perfect pair of tree dashers, runners, pipers, and more at allbirds.com. That's A L L B I R D S.com. Bread Isle, are you ready to rock? Dave's Killer Bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason. Always delivering killer taste, killer texture, and killer nutrition. This isn't bread, this is bread amplified.
1: Welcome to MGP 495. I'm Kevin. With me, as ever, there's Sheepdog Anna and Pab, Say hello, boys and girls.
2: G'day. day. Mm. Hello. Hello.
1: What was the hmm for? <laughs> Deciding if you wanted to say hello to us or not? No, I thought it's only
3: eight, Kevin, and I'm tired. Anna's
1: got a grumpy on because we're not in a cabin in the woods anymore. She wants this is this is a we're recording this at hot tub time. Really, we've grown accustomed. To being in the hot tub at this kind of hour.
3: (laughs) How many werewolves
4: did you attack?
1: I didn't attack any werewolves, but I did make friends with a squirrel that I named Wayne. Wayne? No one knows Wayne. Well, he looked like a Wayne. It was the same basis I named my children. I had a look at them for what do you look like and then applied a name. Wayne looked like a Wayne. He would just sit there munching on his nuts and letting me watch. And uh, I, uh, I enjoyed watching him munch on his nuts and we got onto a first names basis and is called Wayne
4: very good did you use that tactic we saw that lady do on the south coast where she made noises at them and they come and sat with her
1: no i just basically stood there and for the first couple of days i was very tentatively creeping towards them by the end of the time that we were there i realized they have people coming in and out of this place all the time They're very used to people, and I could literally run out onto the deck. Yo, Anna, Wayne's here! And he would just carry on sitting there on the deck eating his nuts (laughs) (laughs) because he did not care that I was there. So, yeah, I uh, just enjoy hanging out with Wayne. I miss him already. We've got got a rebook now to go back so that we can hang out with Wayne some more. How long do squirrels live? Presumably forever, or I'll be heartbroken. He needs (laughs) to be there next year. It's at
4: least eight years, isn't it, I think?
1: Squirrels, I I think, probably forever. I'll, I mean, take consider this uh, factual and informative if you must. I've never seen a dead squirrel, so on that basis, I assume they live forever.
4: Oh, wow, depending on the type, they can live 15 to 18 years. Actually, no, I'm misreading that's a different animal, two to six years.
2: That's a (laughs) a big difference.
1: Yeah, I was well, no, I typed Wayne was going to outlive me. And now I'm thinking, <laughs> God, there's a 50% chance he'll be dead by summer.
4: I typed in squirrel lifespan and it came up, the alpine marmot lives for 15
1: to 18 well, years. Why he's been there long enough to not be afraid of humans anymore? There's no chance he's a young one. He's an old pro. He knows he where to Siberian find the avocado chipmunk. pips.
4: I don't know why. It's given me all these animals without giving me the squirrel info. Is he a grey squirrel?
1: I'm colourblind, don't I? They're They all they're all grey.
4: Nine years if it was grey. <laughs> if it was grey, nine years.
1: Okay, well, let's assume he was grey. And if not, I imagine my colour blindness gives him a, a few extra years hang anyway. On. Yes, Pat.
2: Grey squirrels are nine years. But well, what's the other type, sheepdog?
1: Red squirrels, red which squirrels. also appear grey to they're, me. And
2: they're, what do you say, two years? No, hang on, let me check. That, that seems to set massively ago. off again, considering what there's different coloured squirrels. Yeah, sheepdog. Red you
1: really haven't come you live off, with f- as f- many squirrel facts as I thought you would have.
4: It says in a safe enclosure they can live up to ten years, but they only tend to live three years on average.
1: Right. Mm. Before the what was confusing, as then. I
4: explained, was it gave me alpine marmot information. But yeah, you know, he's in a safe environment. <laughs> yeah, he is.
2: He's in a he's in a thriving environment where people feed him. Yeah, so he's, he's got a ready supply
1: of food. His main years. danger is idiots like Dave getting too close and attacking him. But basically, Dave was in afraid in of him. Tub.
4: What was his accent like? Was he Eastern?
1: Because Eastern grey squirrels live <laughs> he up was, to twelve he years. Was more facial expressions than actual spoken word. My, the my highest recorded away.
4: age for an Eastern grey squirrel is twenty-four years. So, and you know, well, he was
1: he was Northern rather than Eastern. We were in Mansfield, mm-hmm. which is the thick of the north.
4: It's but about as he north might have, as you
1: can get Mansfield.
4: He might have moved. You know, he might have come from the east. Maybe.
1: But Dave's from the East. Dave's a Whittlesey dog, and he didn't seem to know him. So it seems unlikely they're from the same place.
4: Well, there's no data for Western squirrels, so I can't help mm. you there, or Northern squirrels. Do you have a well, flat cap on?
1: No. And he didn't talk like Pab, so I don't think he was Northern. I, I mean, I'm officially... I've returned home to do this podcast. I think that's how we're going to phrase this, because I've been no. away all week. Got back this afternoon... And I'm at, I'm off again tomorrow morning to go back <coughs> to the north. I spent all week in the north. I'm back specifically to do this because of my commitment to the show. Take note of this sheepdog. All the times you go off gallivant, you wouldn't come back from Lincoln, which is basically twelve minutes from your house. I've come all the way back from the north, and then tomorrow morning I'm going all the way back to the north again.
4: I was getting drunk. I, had, I the whole point of me going away was to be away on the Friday and the Saturday and the Sunday, not like just breaking a holiday.
1: You are a monster. I was getting, I was getting sugary on zero percent alcohol gin, which, believe it or not, doesn't taste a lot like gin.
2: What did it taste like then?
1: It's just flavour. It was just the most expensive flavor. bottle of squash I've ever bought. Non-alcoholic gin, fourteen pounds for a bottle of non-alcoholic gin that just made my tonic water taste botanically. You huh. had enough to of feel them like a big boy it, again. It had some botanicals in it. It just didn't feel like a gin and tonic used to feel. I didn't get drunk, Sheepdog. You haven't been drunk in a while, have you, sir? That
3: was the idea. I haven't, of I haven't
1: consumed any alcohol for like five or six years now. Not even yeah. a drop.
4: I feel like you need to uh, have a dabble.
1: Nah, don't like it. Don't like having my brain altered. I do. I like to be in full control of my faculties. My brain is such a wonderful and special place. I don't like to to sully it at all with alcohol.
4: I like to Whereas quieten if the noise. You're a mess.
1: You should be sullied. <laughs>
4: yeah. I need to quieten the chaos just for a little bit.
1: You're a disgrace. Well, I've got half a bottle of alcohol-free gin that I've got to figure out what to do with now because I can't throw it away because it was 14 quid. I don't particularly want to drink it or double down on having to buy more tonic because I've drunk all the tonic. I'm not going to drink... That non-alcoholic gin on its own. Now, so now I mean they've got me now. It's like it's like the hot dog racket where they sell you the wrong amount of buns compared to hot dogs, so you have to keep buying multiple packs of each in the hope of one day breaking even. I've now got to go out and buy more tonic, and I know what's going to happen. I'm going to buy more tonic and then run out of gin, and then I'm going to be stuck with tonic and nothing to do with it. And I'm going to be like, well, what do I do now? I go and buy more gin. I'm I'm in now, even though I don't really like it. This is me for the rest of my life, forever buying tonic and non-alcoholic gin. Rubbish.
4: You could just pour stronger gins. Like, I know they're not actually alcoholic, but you could be doing, like, triple shots of the stuff.
1: Oh, I was. There was loads of it going in there, trying to trying to get a buzz off of it. No buzz was forthcoming.
3: But you kept having
1: uh, it. Well, well, it was, because it was those... refreshing. It was a nice, cold, limey drink, because I was putting lime in it.
4: They sell those rather expensive... Um cbd drinks now don't they that are basically like getting drunk about the hangover apparently
1: no alcohol i already take my cbd oil every day i can't have more cbd my knees would become super knees
4: well just that make that your new drink of choice just just have cans of that and don't take the tablets is you're taking mrs sheepdog brought a crate of them before telling me that it was like i don't know 30 quid for 12 or something ridiculous i was like that's a I mean, that's probably not too bad, but it felt like more than a Carlsberg would be. Um, I said I'd rather have the hangover, but it, there was odd flavours as well. You'd find one you like because you've got weird taste buds. But uh, yeah, it seemed like a decent new thing that will probably become better over time.
1: I think I'll probably just stick to the apple tango, which is what I ended up drinking more of.
4: Yes, support that. I like Apple Tango and I want it to stay in business. They got rid of it, didn't they? So
1: they need to Well, no, they got rid of it because they got rid of the sugary version. It's now back and sugar-free and I am on board and it's here to stay. Apple Tango, the beverage of kings. Not a sponsor, but it should be.
4: Do you know what also should be a sponsor? I discovered a, a shocking revelation earlier. Do you remember how we, we wrote a book and one of the chapters in that book was about crisps? Nope. And we did a whole thing about crisps. I don't remember. Well, I learned today that the the humble salt and vinegar and cheese and onion crisp was invented in Ireland by a man called Seamus Burke. Now sheepdog lore here, Ma Sheepdog, my mother, her maiden name is Burke. She's her family are from Ireland. And I messaged the They saying, must be
1: the only Burks in Ireland, Ireland. Are you telling me? me
4: are you telling me that the, the, the uh the founder of Tato, the invention the inventor of crisps, has the same surname as your family and she was like, yeah, I think we're like sixth cousins or something like that. She was like, she already knew. She immediately knew who I was talking about. She'd already checked into it. Um, I I, I want to clarify this further. I feel like sixth cousin isn't a thing. But if she's telling me that they already knew and there was some sort of link there... I. We're, we're, I'm part of the potato dynasty <laughs> why aren't I uh, Why aren't I mean that should have made it into our book well, you she already should have read like that potato
1: so that was, should have been something of a clue I think yeah. Mr Potato Head was based on you
4: I just don't see how this never came up when and my parents have read that book they never thought oh by the way we're distant relatives of the inventor of the crisp
1: I'm, right you have said that once and I let it go I'm taking issue with it now they didn't invent the crisp they added flavours to an already existing thing I'm not having that they invented the crisp. That's nonsense.
4: Well, I, I mean, invented the crisp as we know it today is what I'm talking about. I'm not I'm saying not, they invented baking it.
1: potatoes in the the frying kind of way Who they do. Invented crisps. We're going to the internet. Cause I'm not having it. This is surely like Gareth Walker invented the crisps, didn't <laughs> he? Crisps first came to Britain from France in the early part of the 20th century. My boys, I knew it'd be my boys. None of your Irish nonsense. It's my <laughs> boys, like it always is.
4: Yeah, but you nutters, you came along going, "Oh yeah, we've just made these potatoes hard and, and they hurt my
1: Sorry, it wasn't Gareth Walker. It was Frank Smith. So I was actually closer than I thought I would be. In an idea originated by the Smith's Potato Crisp Company Limited, formed in 1920, Frank Smith packaged a twist of salt with his chips in greaseproof paper bags which were sold around London. None of this Irish nonsense. I'm not having it. Wow. Well, no. the, the potato crisps didn't start until 1954. That's 34 years after Smith's. Just because they well, so added flavours. Your about boys flavor? walked Ready, around salted with salty
4: potatoes. And then my ancestors went, you know, if we stuck some vinegar on this or some cheese and onion, then it and would onion. taste
1: worse. No, because plain much crisps are the best crisps.
4: This does explain why I cannot ab- abide like ready salted crisps are an insult. They're always the last bags left. The You're an idiot. our bins, our bins were full of ready salted crisps on on bin day. There's just the big, you know, you get like a twenty-four pack, and it'd just be six bags of ready salted in the bin every time. You are an Disgusting flavour. And I refuse to believe you threw away crisps ever. I used to eat them with ketchup, actually. If I'm honest, uh, or vinegar. Uh, it, it, the vinegar made it gross, but ketchup, ketchup with crisps—that uh, that was a good one. But it just shows it's in my blood. I see an ugly bag of ready salted crisps, and I think, "Gotta add some flavour to this." It turns out it's my heritage. It's what my ancestors brought to the world.
1: Mm. All my makes boys, sense. My boys trumping you again. Love it. Just like, <laughs> just like we're winning the World Cup. What a wonderful thing. Mm. Well it's, actually, coming
4: it's good home. to know that as usual, you originate an idea and I improve upon it, so I'll just uh, I'll have to I'll have to see what else I can improve upon now. It's given me a new vigour
1: for just trumping old old chapman. Interesting. Um in other news Pabby Me, sorry, yeah. Got a bone got a bone to pick with you. As always. There's uh this this Xenoblade Chronicles 3 thing.
2: Oh we're doing this, are we? Okay.
1: uh, Why why didn't you mention this to me? That I'd like this. How has it been six months since this came out, and I've only just discovered it independently of you? Explain yourself. I mean, you can check the tapes if you want. I'm sure it was. I think once again, you've kept this from me. Look at this. As listeners will know, um, I did order this over a week ago from Shop Two. So I wanted to play it on holiday after Pab told me I'd hate it and refused to recommend it. But I did some independent research and decided it looked quite good. Um, It never actually turned up before we went away. In fact, we got back today and it still wasn't here. The postman brought it around about an hour after we got home. So Anna's Shop 2 sponsorship is hanging by a thread because this took like nine days to come. I refuse. It's the first time I've used Shop 2. Anna swears by them. I, uh, I'm i very disappointed that it took so long. Because coastal strikes, schmostalschmrikes. They should have hand-delivered sure? it like Amazon do. Are you sure
4: you didn't add an extra O to the two and then you've ended up having to buy it from a shop as well?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Um, But yeah, I downloaded it in the end using the good old-fashioned two for eighty-four download code. So I've got mm-hmm. the definitive edition of the first one sat on my Switch ready to go as well. Um, But I have played really rather a lot of this while we've been away. Although it turns out me going on holiday and just sitting around and not really doing anything other than playing a video game results in me playing far fewer video games than I play when I'm at home and struggle to fit (laughs) them in. Because I've been away and felt like I was playing it the whole time. And I've just looked at my save file and I've only done 15 hours. And I was doing double that on Pokemon for the couple of weeks before. So I don't quite know how that's worked out. Um, but I've done about fifteen hours on this. It um, it took a little bit of time to get going. Goodness me, the, I think I put on Twitter earlier in the week. I was about five hours in, and I think I'd only pushed buttons for maybe half hour, forty five minutes that five hours. The rest of it was just watching cutscenes. It's it, there's 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 a, there's a lot there's a lot of cutscenes in this. Oh my word, they are cramming in all of the cutscene stuff early on. Um, But once they finally let me get on with it and actually play the game, it's quite good. I get to wander around a place and do missions and improve friendship ranks and things the way you know I like to do. I'm running around with a big gaggle of people and... Whacking monsters and exploring. And then every now and again, there'll be a really long cutscene. Mm-hmm. Every night this week, I have fallen asleep to a cutscene. And then when I've gone back to the game the next day, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on because they're so long. I've never, I don't play JRPGs really. Obviously, I'm a persona guy, um, but they don't really throw cutscenes at you the way this does. But some of these cutscenes, I'm not exaggerating. I've got like three or four scenes in and are like 15, 20 minutes long. And I just fall asleep. I can't. I can't do it. So I, I've kind of been on Wikipedia and had a little bit of a read to work out what's going on. Um, the actual gameplay is fun, but the cutscenes, there's, there's just, there's a lot of it. But I, Twitter tells me I'm now past the worst. Apparently, they front load a lot of the storytelling stuff, and as the game goes on i should be uh, ready to brace myself for an emotional experience and i do already find myself growing attached to these little whippersnappers and wanting everything to work out right for them um so i am uh i am kind of getting into the story now but not to the point where i can sit through an entire tv episode length cutscene. oh that's been hard work but the, uh, the actual game itself is fun like i say i'm just wandering around i finally figured out how to fast travel which is nice that took me about 12 of the 15 hours So it's less just walking through a field hitting monsters now. Now I'm back into my normal RPG element of fast travel to a place, hit the monsters, fast travel to the next place, hit some more monsters. But I'm basically in a little gaggly group of people wandering around, uh, freeing all of these little colonies of people. We've got a team of six. um, There's an ongoing constant war going on in this universe um, between two sides of this war um, and... Due to circumstances that presumably were explained in a cutscene that I fell asleep during um i mean there's a team of six where three of us are from one side, three of us are from the other, and we can magically form together and make super monsters and we're gonna now we're now wandering around and freeing all of the colonies from both sides of this war um even though they've all turned against us because we're officially rebelling and face, uh, i mean I think we're probably leading towards uniting the whole world because we're obviously the good guys and stopping this constant war that's going on. But there's a twist, Pab. I'll tell you what the twist is. Okay. Uh, the twist is each person in this world can only live for 10 years, or yes. terms, yes. as they call it. Oh, um, nice and They are, I think. And <laughs> one of my party is only a couple of months away from the end of her 10-year life, and it's going to take us a couple of months to get to the city where the answers are. So... I think we might be cutting it fine. It's not stopped me doing every me- every meaningless side quest along the way that's involving my little cuddly circular friends that travel with us as well, who are the best things in video games ever. So if they want anything, don't care. The girl who's going to die, I'm afraid the little pink ball thing wants me to taste another one of her soups. So that does take, take priority. Um, but the rest of the time, we are actively trying to get to this city to save the life of one of my gang of six whilst reuniting this entire world and presumably taking on some kind of big baddie that, again, I have no idea about because it was probably explained in a cutscene when I fell asleep. But I am enjoying it. I would recommend (laughs) it, despite (laughs) everything Pab said about it. It is fun. I just wish he would let me know about games like this when they first come out so I don't have to find out about them by myself. Hmm. Is it, it is, is it, my fault. Sorry, it was on the Game of the Year list, wasn't it? I mean, who knows? I've, I've got time now to play a little bit more. Maybe this ruins Sheepdog's plan to bully Pokemon into being Game of the Year. Maybe I'll really, really get into this. It seems unlikely because it's apparently a 150-hour game. So I think I'm probably still in the tutorial at the moment. There's that many hours left in a year, surely? Exactly. So I don't think, don't think I'm going to experience this emotional ending yet. Um, which I mean. Let's face it. I'm calling it now. If it's an emotional ending, presumably the girl who's only got two months left to live dies. I assume that's what's going to happen, and I have no, I have no information there. I, I don't spoil myself. <laughs> she I'm not trying to out spoil any of you. But the only way I can see it being as emotional as the reviews are telling me it's going to be is if we don't quite manage... Presumably, we. I, here you go, I'm going to call it, in about 90 hours' time, I'm going to have to make the decision between saving the world and saving her. And I'm obviously going to save the world because I'm a good guy, she's going to die in my arms, we're all going to have a little cry, and then the world is going to be happy again and everyone else gets to live forever. But she was the last one who had to die at the end of her 10-year term. If I spend 100 hours of my life and that's the outcome, I'm going to be furious. I'm expecting a surprise. But I think it's probably going to go the way I've just called it.
4: Thanks for spoiling that game for that entire world. I've, I haven't played it I mean, so I how is know. that a spoiler? I'm guessing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're based probably right. The, based on having seen half of the cutscenes for the first 15 hours, that's my guess. They might well have already explained that that can't happen in one of the cutscenes that I slept through. Who knows?
4: Whatever really you want to have to do 150 hours to see if you were right. Do you know what I mean? Well, don't worry, uh,
1: I'll tell you. I'll be on. I'll be on here in a week's time. Is there 100 hours in a week? I'll be here in a week telling you I finished it because I'm back to work on Monday, which means I'll suddenly find eight hours a day to play the Switch again. Um, and uh, I'll I'll have finished it by Christmas Day, and I'll tell you if I was right or not. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get to the end of the main story before we do our game of the year. Wow! So that okay. I can uh, so that I can actually decide whether or not this is game of the year. Again, spoilers. If it was the ending I've just described, it won't be on my list. If it's a different ending, it probably will be. So without me directly spoiling it, just bear that in mind, note takers. Keep that at the back of your little brain box and then you'll know. That's all I've played this week because we've been on holiday. Mm It's not bad
2: though. It's it's, a a good game.
1: Anna, Mm -hmm. are you still there? Are you still awake? I'm awake. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm conscious of the fact that you're falling asleep, so I'm going to move you up in the queue. You're getting a lucrative pre-advert slot ahead of Sheepdog, um, so you can tell us about what... Because you've not played a huge amount, have you? But you have experienced the uh, the portable PlayStation 5 cabinet suitcase thing for the first time and told me that I no longer have one, haven't you? That's, that is correct.
3: <laughs> you no longer have a portable case if I'm with you. So
1: um well at one point you said you were going to set it up in the living room because yes, your old lady eyes could see TV. that better than the telly.
3: I saw my TV <laughs> and loved it again. Um yes, yeah, so I took I took it I took the I took the um the PS5 in the case. I took The Witcher 3. Would it let me update? No. That was annoying. So I couldn't update The Witcher 3 to the to the um help me out people. What am I trying next to say? gen. The next yes. gen update, yeah. <laughs> next gen update. Um so I couldn't do that. So I instead just played the Ascent again and was thoroughly enjoying it. The game's alright. It's not, especially when it's right in front of your eyeballs, because it is like it's Diablo like style, like looking down. Yeah, kinda. That is an isometric yeah whatever yeah, it's called, yeah, yeah. so it's like that, but when playing it at home, it's very hard to see a character when it's right in front of you, it's very pretty, and like I can see what's going on, but yeah, I've just been playing it again, they've like updated it, they've got like qual- uh, pr- like um I'm sorry, I'm so tired, they've got quality of life like updates, so like it like when you're going, so you can fast travel in this game, which I suggest you use because you do get lost. It will tell you which, like which area you want to be in for the for the quest that you're going to. So that's quite nice. Um, like your it tells you your armor if it's basic or if it's like like moderate. So that's quite nice to know. But yeah, just that's that that's what I'm mean. playing. It's um it's on Game Pass, so your Xbox people out there can get it on Game Pass. It's also available on PlayStations, but you have to... I think you have to buy it. I'm not sure if it's on the the premium. But, yeah, it, it's... I like the game, like, like getting used to the shooting because it's, like, you use a stick to shoot with um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just, like, in a circle if you have to be. <laughs> and you've got people coming in and out. You've got different weapons. Like, I now understand how some of the weapons work so before I was playing it so I was just pressing all the buttons trying to figure out which one works and how to do it but like I said with the quality of life issues they've shown you how to properly implement them into the the game and how to use them and what they're used for because before it would just go this is a hydro like a hydro a hydro slam and I was like Yeah, but what am I supposed to do with it? And now I realise that I slammed the floor, and it's like it has um, it's like a straight path, um, straight path damage instead of like an all around damage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's quite cool. Um, I did get home and download the next gen patch for The Witcher. I played five minutes of it, and then I went to bed. Because I was tired. (laughs) You know when you get to that stage where you're looking at the screen going, I really want to play this, I'll just have 10 minutes. That 10 minutes turned into an hour, then I had dinner, and then I had another hour. So yeah, I've not touched that very much, but I'm sure I will. I also uh, want to download High on Life, I believe it's called, on the Xbox. Yes, on Game Pass. Yeah, I, I know it came out on the 13th, but obviously I didn't have mm. the Xbox with me, but I do want to to have a go on that at some point because the guns yes. have faces and that reminds me of the gun in Cyberpunk, so that looks like it. I think the aliens are the guns or something, I believe, and yes, they chat to you, so that, that would be fun. But yeah, not a lot this week, just been enjoying the woods and hot tubs and...
1: The, Hanging out the, with Kevin.
3: You didn't really hang around me. You were just around sometimes, like next to me, muttering about cutscenes or something. <laughs> that like, does yes, sound Kevin. like me. <laughs> but yes, if you can ever go to the woods, go to the woods. It's very nice, especially at minus four in a hot tub. Go to the woods. It's like it's it's very much. <laughs> f- it's fun. It really is. Uh... Yeah, it's me done. If anything, thing.
1: Anna, would you say if you go down to the woods today, you'll be in for a big surprise?
3: Well, because I'm, I'm not there anymore. But that'll Absolutely. be the surprise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anna was heartbroken way? when we left because we paid fifty pounds to have a Christmas tree in it, a Christmas tree in our cabin, and it didn't have any Christmas lights on it. It was just a box of old broken decorations. And, that you couldn't uh, even we, put on we, the tree as as we left today they dragged our poor dead christmas tree out and the man was bringing around all the new trees for the new people and i saw on their twitter that everyone arriving from today onwards gets a free christmas tree with lights and i was furious she wants to go back just to see the tree
3: so we had we had lights kevin
1: that's because last year we were there the week before christmas so we were in the free week i yeah, guess
3: who, who makes that decision to go the year before, when the lights there, and then go the week, go the week
1: before they've well, got lights. Who makes that I didn't that? know. I Decision. didn't know they didn't have lights. You did. We decided to go that week no, because no, you, young no, lady, didn't you. want to be coming back on the twenty third of December. That you looked at the calendar. You, the
3: Christmas was the same.
0: <laughs> oh my!
1: Buy the girl a Christmas tree, Kevin. We've got a Christmas tree at home. Several lights fact. on it, then. We've got two sets of lights on it.
3: Yes, we do, because I like warm white lights and Kevin likes coloured lights. So,
1: But not blue, because we're not whores.
4: Well, not We've blue, got a purple. mixture of white lights and coloured lights as well. Sounds like exactly the same as our house. <laughs> I don't know if I told Excellent. you last week, we spent an hour putting up our lights up front and I fed the wire through to Mrs Sheepdog and said, be careful with it. And then we closed the window. And then when I tried to start it all up, it didn't work. And after five minutes trying to figure it out, I realised that when we shut the window, she'd put it against the metal in the window and it just no. snipped it in half. It sounds thought, like fault, God, her fault. Thank God I wasn't holding the wire and just generally faffing around with it because I could have easily electrocuted myself. <laughs> My dad was going, just fix it. And I'm like... I would have burnt the house down. What is it with
3: <laughs> older
4: people and fixing broken electronics? If, if, if anything electrical is broken, I'm like right, bin. But they just want to make it into a fire hazard.
1: It's because all the they grew in up family. in a time when uh, people weren't as rich as they are now. So they had to fix things or go without. Whereas you, Mr. Moneybags, can just march down the shop and buy yourself a new set of lights and not care. They were like six pounds. So there yeah. you go. See, <laughs> that's the attitude that makes you not want to fix stuff. <laughs> yeah, fair. I
4: suppose it would have cost him a lot, um, but no, we 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 uh, we we got new. We got so avocado
1: toast and a latte on the way home, didn't you, you scum?
4: <laughs> I I'd, I'd been trying to uh, limit my caffeine because you keep telling me it's bad for me, but I spoke I've just to bought a, a second uh, coffee yeah.
1: machine, so we're going in opposite directions here.
4: Well, I was fretting because I literally asked for a coffee machine to replace mine. My daughter broke the uh, the jug on mine, and you can't replace the jugs on them, so. I had to get a new identical one, so now I've got two coffee machines that are the same and one jug, which is ridiculous. That's the wrong way round. I should have two jugs and one machine.
1: Well, I um, uh, I liked the coffee machine that we had while we were away. Um, It was a different type of Nespresso one with different sized pods. So I said to Anna, I wanted to buy one. She said I wasn't allowed to buy one. So Captain Lootball came into play. No. If you buy 200 of these pods on the Nespresso website, you get a free coffee machine. So I bought 200 <laughs> of the new style pods and got a free <laughs> machine, which arrived here about an hour after we got home. So I've now got the two machines sat next to each other because the new one does a lovely mug of coffee. But the old one that is still fine, does a lovely latte or an espresso or a cappuccino. So obviously we have to have both. But yeah, oh, I did buy it. Pods. I got a free one. About 80 quid, I think. Oh, it's not too bad.
4: I was expecting no. it to be way more money, yeah. to be fair. Crikey. Although, so, you know I bought Mrs. Genius. Sheepdog 250 green tea bags as a random present. Um, she, she always buys these wow. tea bags that she likes, and I bought her them, and she, she was very much like, okay, that's a bit weird. She didn't say it like that, but her reaction wasn't very positive. <laughs> she was a bit like, where the you hell am I going to put them?
2: You don't mean like so, as a Christmas present, do you?
4: No, it was right, a birthday okay, present. Okay, pack. good.
2: <laughs> oh, well, then. Wow, it was only a li- it,
4: it was only a side birthday present. It wasn't like a main. Tea I got an iPad for a birthday. <laughs> bab. She had an iPad, two hundred and fifty tea, tea bags, bags <laughs> and a bunch of little things. But it was like these nice green tea ones that she always buys. But she was buying them at like four quid a box, and two hundred and fifty in bulk was like fifteen quid. So I just got them. I thought that's that she's going to be blown away by that value saving and that general. You know, she could swim in it for all I care. I was thinking she could make pots of the stuff, but she was just like, I don't
1: know where to Perhaps put it. She p- consumes tea like a normal person, unlike you, in jugs. Yeah, well, she, yeah, that's pretty glasses. much what
4: she said. I don't drink pints of this stuff. <laughs> it's <laughs> going to take me all year to get through this. And I was like, yeah, but you never have to buy it again. That was the point. Um, it, she's got it forever. She did sort of ask me to check when it goes off. And she has got time. Life? There is a shelf life, but it's, it's far enough in the future that she can okay. get through them. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was expecting a little bit more joy and a little less sass. And, uh, yeah, not not so lucky. Uh, um, do you want to do, do an advert, advert?
1: Pab? Quickly, Pap. ignore what Sheepdog said. I deliberately talked over him, don't know what he was waffling. But, Pab, do an advert. Quickly, now. Great advert. Mm-hmm. Continue. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I
4: have played a few bits this week. Obviously, I've been continuing with Pokemon. Um I have just been doing shiny hunting, and I I thought that I'd uh, like leveled up and made good Pokemon that were decent and could win stuff. But I have found that I can't do raids on my own. I'm very terrible at them. Um, well, all the, the games I can't tell if the game's been being like buggy or what, but I right had a bit of trouble with raids. And then I um, I was off. I've been off sick for the past few days, and. I was sort of lounging around, and someone said to me, do you want to do some Pokemon battles? And I was like, yes, that'll make me feel a lot better. Let's less battle on Pokemon. So I just lay on the sofa, battling, and I did, I think, five battles. And it was very, very fun, but I lost all five. <laughs> Shockingly. By my- I mean, the first the first one, I was really close. Uh, I only lost because uh, somehow their Pokemon evaded me three times in a row, which I just felt like the game was just being mean to me at that point. But then... We, I changed my team up a little bit and somehow I did worse every time from there on. It was like I was on full tilt mode. But I think it's because I was poorly. I'm not that bad at Pokemon, surely. But so that was fun. So playing that competitively, as it were, against other people was a laugh. I feel like that's something I should probably do more of. Um, you know, I'm, I'm well over 100 hours with this now, just doing shiny hunting and stuff like that. It's been fun. Yeah, I know. Wow. Um, I What else have I done? I got confused. Oh yeah, so it continued that annoying stitch task on uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley that I was mentioning last week. I'm still very miffed that they've decided to make it. I've got to remember to log into the game every five days to unlock him. It's clever on their part, because it's kept the game active in our house, but I'm very frustrated that i have got to go look for some soggy sock that Stitch has been chewing on or whatever um, I'm hoping they put better updates out next time because if if every update is jump through 50 hoops to get the new character and then don't play it again for a month I'm not going to be impressed but I, I don't really get how it works for companies when it's a free to play game and they don't have any way I can't pay any money into it I can't like speed this stuff up I'd have probably been tempted to lob a fiver in to get Stitch or whatever, you know, Maybe I wouldn't have gone excessive, but if, if I could have spent a fiver and, you know, Stitch was in the game and it saved me having to return 10 times, I'd have probably considered that. But there isn't any option to do that kind of thing, which seems really bizarre. Unless they're just waiting for someone like me to go, oh, this should be what they do. And then they go, oh, it's a great idea from Mature Gamer Podcast over there. Let's start monetizing this hack. Um, but it just seems weird to me that a free-to-play game would, with no advertising in it would insist on you logging in that often. I d I don't understand games sometimes. It's all a bit weird. Um Pokemon Go added a very, very good feature this week, which I'm excited about. I don't normally feel the need to review stuff that they do, but I feel like some sometimes they add stuff in and I'm like, these guys are weird. Why have they done this? And other times they add stuff in and I'm like, that is really clever. They've actually thought about that. They've added in there's this like bug Pokemon that is in in the games, it's known for depending on where you catch it has different patterns on its wings and stuff like that. And it's like, you can collect them all and there's X amount of them or whatever. The way they've implemented that in Pokemon Go is that if you have someone from abroad that sends you a postcard on the gifts, so like when Kev was on holiday, he could have sent me a parks gift, or whatever it was that he was, and it would have come up with a little card showing that he was at a place. <clears throat> but I've got friends in Japan, you know, uh, Canada, Mm, America. I've got friends
3: in Japan. I have friends in Japan and US in Pokemon.
4: There you Mm. go. So when they send me gifts and I open them, if I pin the... You don't even have to open the gifts, actually. You just have to pin the postcard. So that's very handy. You can go through your your list of friends. And if they're from Japan, you pin the the, uh, postcard. And then once you've done three it'll tell you that you've got enough postcards from that area to get a scatterbug which is the pre-evolution of pavilion and that evolves into a special version of it that's got the the type of colors that you can get in japan um people in canada got like a blue one if it's in people in england then it'll be this green one called the garden variety one um there's like 21 of them and i think looking at mine i opened them all earlier Straight away, I had all of them except four. I need to find someone who's in Hawaii uh, or the ocean, because that seems to be If anyone's in the ocean and they spin a poker stop, send me a gift. Um, someone in the Middle East, I think it was, and then just places like that where I don't really know anyone who plays the game in those areas. Um, I have a friend who lives in the Middle East, so I might get them to download the game just to send me three gifts so that I can get that version. But, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting thing that... The, the postcard feature was already in the game, and they've just gone and made it have a point which it kind of blows my mind that they didn't hold off on postcards until now it's it's really interesting that they've just had this feature there for ages and now suddenly as a, a point to it but it makes me excited to see what they end up doing for other things later on it's clever that they had these little aces up their sleeve and actually had some plans so that was cool. And then uh, the other game that I've played this week, which I keep forgetting the name of, uh, so I am just going to click and hope that it's on my screen. Uh, Empire of Sin, I've been playing, which was on Game Pass. Uh, I completely and utterly misunderstood what this was when I read the, I read the thing and I was like, okay, this sounds cool. Um, I thought that it was like a gangstery version of like a, an, R- not an RPG, sorry, a strategy game. Like, I thought that I was looking at... Um, I'm trying to think of an example. I don't know, like Age of Empires, where and you would just build little gangster bases and then fight other gangsters for, for clout and whatever. And then when I loaded it up, I was walking around the town thinking, okay, it's not quite what I expect. Um, so you had like a... I, 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 going back to the Irish theme I picked the Irish gangster lady and uh I had to sit in a car of a conversation with the taxi driver and picking which options I wanted to say and this kind of thing and I was just like whoa, 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 you know trying to trying to continue the conversation but but try and be a little bit bold with him a little bit firm and um He asked me to deliver a package for him and I just thought, okay, what is this all about? How is this going to work? And then when it loaded, he dropped me off outside a house and I could like walk around the city and click on buildings and then they'd load up and it'd be like XCOM levels and you'd just be able to click on someone and talk to them and have conversations, but then... They were telling you that, oh, next door in the bar, some of the some of the guys are drunk, go and sort them out. And when I started, I still hadn't really grasped. I was like, oh, it's walking around like XCOM. Went into the next level, like next door and, and talked to the guys who were getting drunk and they were being really rude. And then suddenly they were like, I'm going to kill you. And then it went into an XCOM style fight. And I was like, oh, OK, it's very much like XCOM. And uh yeah, we went from there. It was like you know, you're just hiding behind things, shooting out, and and doing the usual kind of battles. It's it feels like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. I've, I've thought about whether or not to stream it because it's, you know, it's in that vibe of game that I really enjoyed. It's the tactical kind of moving around the map. Um, I feel like Pabs probably mentioned this in the past, and I've probably said, oh yeah, that sounds good. I'll, I'll play it, and then I've not because it's been out since what 2020, I think it was. Um, I've never mentioned it
2: ever. Have you not? Okay, it's not really
4: typical my type of, of thing. you,
1: Pab. Typical. It's not no, my type typical, of thing.
2: Yeah. And for honest with you, I thought it was more. I don't know why I thought it was a bit like a gangster city builder, and I could see. I could... So that's... that's what I had. The... Yes, I... that's what I thought it was. But I genuinely don't know.
4: No, that's what I thought it was. So that I, I expected. So when you read it, it was saying stuff like. Um... Okay, like on, on the even on the load screen, it was like when you're picking people, it's going, Oh, okay, for this character, casinos generate twenty percent more money or police like them ten percent more. So I thought, Oh, okay, this is gonna be building your little gangster place. I I kind of expected Civilization or Age of Empire style building up a gangster empire. But this is this is like a, a combo almost because there's that there, you have got your turf and you're walking around it but I had to go into another player's turf to talk to this guy called the undertaker. And it said to me, if I want to expand into their turf, I can either kill all their like henchmen and reinforcements and then attack their base and kill them and then take it over. Or I could just go guns blazing straight into their base. And I'll still have to kill the henchmen because they'll be brought in, but it'll be a bigger battle. So I was like, "Mm, okay, that's interesting. Uh, So you, you, the idea of the game is to go around and take over all of the other different empires and then rule New York. I think it is I'm pretty sure it's New York. It's like, it's that 1920s era. Like, uh, I think Al Capone's one of the characters. They're all gangsters from history in 1920s. Um, and yeah, the idea is that you're, yeah, you just walk, you, you, you could just go around the city, entering buildings, taking over, you know, you could spend money on taking over a brewery or, or threatening a brewery or whatever it is to, to, run the racket to make money out of alcohol, go into the casinos. You're building your your criminal empire. They've all got different uh, shops and one of the characters was running an orphanage just there front and one my one was running some sort of speakeasy bar and there's all these different things. But yeah, when you get into an engagement you know battle when you when you actually want to fight people it goes into the XCOM style you know grid where you can move a certain distance and then shoot once or you can shoot twice from where you're standing or you can go twice as far but not have any attack afterwards um in the first battle all but well, the first time i played it through because i had to restart all three of my people died and that was game over and i thought jesus i've managed to get game over on the the first part of the game um but that was because i didn't expect i didn't expect it to be an XCOM style game when it's, it's when it started up and my character was just standing in the middle of the room i was like what on earth and i just uh, i attacked without moving because i wasn't really i, I just I wasn't thinking straight but when i restarted it did it again my my team died my character made it out she she got home alive and everyone told us she should have just de- de-escalated the fight instead and i thought well is that possible could i have done that could i have talked them down apparently they were my own men which was a little bit worrying they were just a bit tipsy next door and they were rude to me and then we ended up killing each other um but i realized you can hire new people so i made a mistake i went to see the undertaker he said someone's opening a new funeral parlor down the road. I want you to go down and knock it down before it starts. So I went to the building thinking that a battle would ensue and I'd have a team like you do in XCOM. But it was just my little old Irish lady walked in the door. There was like nine gangsters in there who were just all annoyed and started running for her. Um, I mean, that's when I I'm pretty sure when I messaged you, Kev, I was just like, I'll be, I'll be 10 minutes. Cause this was just before the podcast. I was on this bit. Um, and, that all these gangsters were running towards me, I was like, "How the hell do I get out of here?" So I had to exit the door. I went to went back to my base, hired a couple of goons. I realised I had like thirty grand in money that I could spend, and it's got this cool feature where you can hire people that have just got these gangstery nicknames or whatever. Um, but when you hover over them, it'll tell you other people they love working with people they absolutely refuse to work with or hate or have a rivalry with so you can't have those people on the same team and that kind of thing so you have to work out all these kind of relationships between them all but i hired a team and then i went back and i just annihilated them but um there was all the usual kind of oh you've got an 80 percent chance of hitting and it misses and then they've got a 20 percent chance of hitting you and somehow they hit you twice and that kind of thing but uh yeah i i'm enjoying it it's not as polished as a, an XCOM game um it has this weird thing where like when you tell the character to go somewhere they, they run in this really poor way that feels like I don't know like really really old like not 2020 level of quality it just feels like they've not polished that they've not thought that through and I need to learn I'm assuming there's ways for me to change the rotation of the map and stuff like that but all the things that I would instinctively expect it to be like scrolling the wheel or or clicking a certain way weren't working. And I was sat there thinking, how the bloody hell do I do this? But it's, yeah, it seems fun. And part of me is thinking, do I want to continue playing it on my own or should I just wait and stream it later on? Because it's that kind of game, you know, XCOM sort of story. Mm -hmm. You just go through Mm -hmm. and, you know, I like the fact that I can have a chat and I can try and do different things. And, And what I found between restarting, the game after dying immediately on the first level was even though it had the same sort of missions, I found that the map changed. So before it was like my base and then next door was the pub. This the next time when it reloaded, there was a tram going through the middle of the city and the pub I needed to go to was down the road and there was all these other wow. warehouses. And the idea is you can go and attack it. So when I attacked the the funeral parlour and I beat it they said i could either turn it into one of my buildings or i could ransack the place and destroy it and i chose to destroy it because you got all the guns and ammo and everything that was in there whereas taking it over apparently cleared it out i don't i i, I only read it on the fly but um yeah it just seems like it is a, it's it's part empire building part xcomy part dialogue like i was talking to some my character's husband had been murdered and everyone thinks she did it but she didn't do it and you're trying to convince him you didn't do it and solve a murder along the way so there's just all sorts of interesting story bits to it i'm intrigued to find out who did murder him and that kind of thing but uh yeah i feel like because i had a quick look to see why this wasn't a bit more uh you know shouted about and it people said it was just not quite polished enough in terms of the, the game and i'm slightly nervous that i read something along the lines of it 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 doesn't live up to the hype like the the potential towards the end so i'm wondering whether some of the stories aren't as good but I'll, you know i'm not expecting it to be a mind blowing 10 out of 10 story i'm i'm happy with it being a a fun game and it seems fun so far so yeah i'll hopefully review more in future good good well, cheat dog i'm glad you've you're uh you found something random yeah, no, it's good. It's on Game Pass, so if anyone's got Game Pass, get it. It's also on Switch, which I was surprised to see.
2: Hmm. hmm. Uh, that's everything, is it, Sheepdog? Yep, that's everything. Uh, what have I done, then? What have I done? Uh, not a lot. i got to lie, I've not done very much at all. <laughs> um, Why is that, pub? You've been in prison again? No, I've been... Oh, I've not been at home all week. Oh, I've been... Dog sitting and away from everything. So I've only had my Steam Deck and my Switch. Switch which I only put it on yesterday. I only put any of them on yesterday. I've done pretty much nothing. Um and I put it on yesterday because the Mortals Phoenix Riding did actually come out on Steam. Um so I bought it again now. That's one, two, three. That's the fourth time I bought it now. Um
1: Never heard of it. Never heard you mention this before. It's a never game. Yeah, you've kept you will secret. have done.
2: You will have done. Um, it's um, what is it like? It's a bit like, it's like a little bit like a Ubisoft take on Breath of the Wild. Um, so it's a bit of Assassin's Creed like, and but it's a bit more cartoony and stylistically like Breath of the Wild, and it's got some of the characteristics of like Breath of the Wild, where you've got like a climb anything and you've got a meter and you've got a glider that also runs on a meter you can glide anywhere as long as you don't run out of stamina um yeah it's just a really good game and what i did was i i carried on from where i left off because the ubisoft like what was it from 2020 onwards i think ubisoft had a thing where you could up, upload a save and then carry resume it on any other system so i started this initially on you play when it came out in 2020 uh, I then got it on Xbox I think last year and then I, pl- I I carried on the save on there and then yesterday I picked up the save up again on the Steam Deck and carried on my game from there um, and yeah it's good, it runs alright it's, it's currently said it doesn't know whether it's supported or not, I don't know if that's updated overnight but it does actually work. It works relatively fine. It gets a steady-ish 35 and 40 frames, roughly, about that. Um, it's pretty solid at that. For an open-world game like that that looks like it does, it's, it's pretty damn good. Um, and yeah, it was... It's. It, it, it felt a little daunting at first, because obviously I'm going into a game that like I'm 20 hours into that game now. And... I don't have. It's not. It's no longer giving me tutorials now to play the game or anything. So I've got to like readjust and figure it out. But it did start to come back pretty quick. It's quite intuitive, to be fair. Uh, and then, like I say, I feel like I lost about an hour and ninety minutes last night just playing it. Just through doing, just through wandering to a to a checkpoint where I had to collect some item. Um, I had to collect tonight collect some hands, some like robotic hands, and to put on an old uh, mechanical robot. And my next objective was to take it back to that said robot, um, but I didn't. There was a, there was a puzzle in the world. There's tons of puzzles in the in the world in this game, and that's what I like because that's that's pretty much all I spent my time doing. I had to like find these orbs and put them into the into the like the puzzle on the floor, but then obviously each put each orb is in inside a different other little like tomb or like puzzle room in itself. Uh, so yeah, I had fun doing that sort of thing and it's it's, it's the sort of game that I, I like just drop it in every now and again and just, just do a little bit on do a little bit on and and it, it will just kind of like just make my evening disappear because I just found myself like I think I, I drained the battery like from I think I got it down to about 30% battery I think I want to say something like that. So it seems to be all right. It seems to be running fine on the Steam Deck. Plays all right. Um and I have and I have uh, enjoyed my time with it. I do, I do like that game. I bought the I've I bought the, the gold edition because I wanted all the DLC with it because there's, there's different campaigns in it, I think if I remember rightly. Um where you play as a whole different different god as it were. You play I think yeah, did, did you doing the Egyptian Run, I think or something like that. I don't think you only you cuz you are in Greek Greek mythology in this in in the, this uh the initial main campaign but I think there's a different different set of gods at some point in the day say anyway. Mm. Um I'll get to it at some point I imagine. Um but yeah, so far so good. Uh the only other thing I did do last weekend I played some more God of War. Um I don't know if you finished it yet Anna.
3: I have not. No. no. Cuz
2: you're getting there, though. Yeah. I'm just, about...
3: I don't want it to end.
2: No. No, I'm about... like, I, I think I was... It. I think I was just over 22 hours uh, when I last checked um, from the weekend. Uh, so my update, what can I say? I feel like <laughs> I'm getting more invested. Like, okay. it, it, like it, the story is becoming more... It is giving you a bit more, and it's not... It's not as...
3: This feeling in it, yeah, helps. and it's not—it's
2: yeah. not as. It, it, I feel like there's a, become a tipping point where the the battles don't seem as tedious as they once were. I don't know if that's just because I'm getting more powerful as the game's going on, mm-hmm. which is probably right. Um, but I don't, I, I, I don't get to the point where I'm like, oh, do we have to do this again? Because uh, they're that quick and they're over that quick now relatively speaking because i'm getting more powerful it doesn't really it it doesn't matter anymore and i hate i hate doing it i'm doing i'm doing zero side quests uh because i just want the story i want the story and that's all i want and i'm using kev's logic of why would i go and do this now when this 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 Pressing issue is here, and I'm exactly. going gonna, gonna to disappear off to another realm to go and help some dwarves with something <laughs> to do with some mines. It wouldn't happen, so that's my that's my that's my my logic in why I am ignoring everything. And the squirrel wants me to do stuff, and I'm going no, 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 not now, squirrel. Um, so I am I I have invested. I'm I'm there now. Well, let's figure out where I was. Um. Kratos has had a chat with Heimdall. Mhm. Uh huh. Really? And,
3: wow. Okay. Uh,
2: Kratos had a chat with Heimdall, and I uh, just there's had we just had a a barroom brawl before. That's where okay. I left off. I think. I feel like that's where I left off. Where it, where I was in a in a in a bar looking for four, and then then it turned into a bit of a bit of a brawl. <laughs> a bit of a pub yeah. fight just kicked off, and then it was like a like it's just a yeah, and that's yeah. pretty much where I left off. And wow,
3: you have missed out such like where you are and where I was, like getting to that.
2: Am I point, catching you? Up I played then? a
3: lot of game. Oh um, yeah,
2: that's the thing. There's so there's a lot of, there's a there's a lot of side stuff in this game. There's a lot of side mm. stuff. even me just knowing that from the the couple that I have done. And I've only done them simply because I've stumbled across them sort of mm. thing. And it's been like, okay, I could I could go across the other side, of, back to the other side, of the map, or I could just push this weight a little bit further in this direction to do this side quest. So I did that. Yeah. But the side yeah. quests are like at least half an hour. Mm-hmm.
3: So it's well, not like, yeah, it, it's
2: not nothing. It's not they're just not... like go here, collect this and come back. It's, it's a proper storied side quest. And I probably am missing out from doing that. I probably am because there's probably a lot of side stuff. But... I don't know, I have a, a, I'm hoping, I think I heard it somewhere that, that you will get dumped back out in the world at some point after the, at the end, okay. go mopping up stuff. If you want to go and mop up the side quests afterwards, then so be it. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I don't know whether all the side quests are going to be there, because possibly it's like, there's time critical quests that you know require certain things to be in certain places mm-hmm. for you to do a side quest there or whatever it is that might lock off some side quests but so be it because i'm enjoying the story enough to be and i'm I'm persevering with the combat and everything enough to be the point where i just want to get the story yeah so definitely i'll get I'll, i'm i'll hope to i'll hopefully have it finished by next week i'm hoping um i don't re i don't really know how much more i've got like I say, I, I've heard someone said they finished it in 35 and I'm at 22. And if I'm only doing mission critical, like main story stuff, I feel mm-hmm. like I could probably have it done within 30 if I wow. pushed. So I'm hoping to have it done next week. I'm hoping to have it done for Game of the Year stuff anyway, so I can have a, like at least an idea of what... Whether or not it, it should be in there, because I like I say it's on it's on my edge of my top three right now. It's probably mm-hmm. it probably is, it's definitely in my top five, but is it top three? I don't know. I don't know right now. So it's, it's possibly four at the minute. It's possibly number four at the minute, maybe. So, but it could sneak in there quite easily if it does get like I say ramp up, which it has done. The previous one did ramp up towards the end. So yes, that is it. Other than I'm doing my obligatory Marvel Snap every day. I play a game every day, you know. I continue to just slowly grind on that. I don't even know if I, I... Someone told me, someone said on a podcast that you don't start playing real people till you get to level 30. I'm like, well, I'm not even I'm not even level 20. I, I thought I'd been playing real people. I'm thinking I'm really good at this. Turns out I'm playing bots. Yeah. Turns out I'm playing bots, just training. So I'm just slowly grinding up the, the, the levels in that. Um continue to just faff about it. I do like it. I do like that game a lot. Just to have a quick five minutes uh, on the phone here and there. Uh, but other than that, I think that is it. Yes. Yes, it going to sneak in, Pab and say two
4: things. Well, one thing I want to correct myself on, now you're done, Go is on. that it's Chicago, not New York, in my game. And mm-hmm. I feel like anyone who, uh, <laughs> anyone who knew that is going to be like, you fool! But it's Chicago, which is probably the end of the world. Um, and also... I wanted to raise on the podcast that I I read some heartbreaking news earlier in the Pokemon world. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, um, but they're retiring Ash Ketchum and Pikachu next year. Oh, they're, uh, I've heard of they're one of them. On. Yeah, they're Pikachu. moving on to new new uh, new protagonists, which I just I'm not ready for that. It's been 25 years. <laughs> <Yeah>, sure, <laughs> <surely, laughs> She's like nearing 40 now. Well. I mean, I'm hoping they acknowledge the fact that he's been 10 for literally 25 years. And somehow, like... I, I looked up how many episodes there were. There's been like 1,300 episodes. And and in years, that would be about four years, I think, doing the maths. I did the maths at the time. And uh, so I was hoping that he'll reference being 10. And his mum might say, you idiot, you're 14. You've just been away. <laughs> you should have looked at a calendar once in your goddamn life. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm intrigued by that because pokemon feels like it's doing some big random new things it's changed people keep saying all the games are the same but this game is very different from the other games and so was legends arceus and uh now they're retiring ash and pikachu and there's all these rumors that it might be his daughter that's the new character because she's um whose daughter ash's daughter the 10 year -year old's daughter well no Pab. i think they're saying because it's a cartoon Pab. they can uh just set it in the future and and have like yeah this is the new world and she's going out and about it'd be quite interesting if they had him as her dad and didn't tell you who the mum was because then everyone would be like which girl from the series was it you know um but yeah, I'm hoping that Team Rocket will get a resolution. I'm hoping that you'll find out who Ashley's dad is at some point and all of the other things. But I also saw a picture that what? he's meeting up with his Butterfree from the first year, That you know, the caterpillar he caught at the very beginning of his journey. He's meeting up with that again in the, in the final it episode. Amuses it
1: amuses me how he thinks anyone else knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, the listeners you know. will. What?
4: You lot you lot know damn well that that kid let his batter free go and it's one of the saddest moments in TV history and he's going to reunite with him. Saddest moment in TV history. What are you wow. <laughs>
1: even saying? <laughs> yeah,
4: uh, the listeners are on my side. Don't you worry. No, they're not. No, but, um, they're all just done up yeah, here with yeah, no. us. No, That's how adults mainly. Yeah. When I told Claire that Ash Ketchum was retiring and wasn't going to be the main character in Pokemon anymore, she genuinely asked me questions, and I didn't expect that. I expected her to say, oh, really? Yeah, she was like, who's that? I was expecting her to say, oh, really, or who's that? And she was like, what? No. How's that going to work? And then she just like, I, she asked asking questions, and I had to go look it up to answer them. This but, explains uh...
1: a lot about how you're married if she actually <laughs> knows who this guy is. Yeah. She's a much but, bigger um... nerd than any of us realised.
4: It's huge news. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. In your house only. (laughs) The internet at large. I told my mate and he replied, no. corner of the internet is weird. Yeah, Yeah, it's not wrong. Big news. Very big news. But uh, yeah, anyway, (laughs) we're all all done. I'm done.
1: Splendid. On that note then, um, if you do have any uh, commiserations or anything you want to send to Sheepdog about Ash Ketchup disappearing from whatever he's doing... Um, at, uh, at RB6K. Just send them all at him. Um, Or you can just send them at the podcast at large at MGUK Podcast. Or, of course, follow me at Lelujo. Uh
4: You've literally just read mine out. So. Well, then, <laughs> I'm going
1: to talk over you doing it.
3: I'm um, Miss Lelujo. I don't know what's going on.
2: No, I don't. Uh, I'm at Fab 1986.
1: And we'll see you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Thanks for
2: listening, folks.